What's up everyone? This is Buzzing with Marlo. I am Warren Marlo. Thank you. We is Friday night. Woo! Let me say that again. Friday night. It's the weekend time. And the sad thing is, I just asked my Alexa to tell me what's the weather like this weekend. She's telling me scattered thunderstorms. So, I guess we'll make the best out of what we can. I guess this is just going to be some family game nights. And Lord only knows what. I mean, uh, I really hope it doesn't rain all weekend. Two kids. They'll go crazy. But I hope everyone's having a good day. I mean, make the best of what we can out of this weekend. Uh, last episode, we were talking to my friend, Callie Cold. His name is Roderick Gardner Jr., but he is also known as Callie Cold. Callie Cold was a rapper dream for 10 years wanting to be a rapper and then finding out he had a new passion and a new dream being a radio show host for iHeartRadio and it was a great time to talk to Callie I mean it was so much fun it would just be able to go back in memory lane and just the sad thing is I kind of forgot how we met because me and him have known each other since I was in middle school almost and I mean I played against him numerous occasions like he said we met up in Northampton and Uly, Florida and it's amazing how a sport can bond people because like i said cali cold and me just met each other from just playing basketball i mean not not running in anywhere else just playing the game that we both loved at that time and put everything we had in and it became a friendship that is still to this day and I consider him, like I said, like we both said, we both consider each other like brothers. Um, it was a it was a great time to talk to him. A great time to just talk about the glory days of how I used to play basketball. Because I hate to inform everyone, I am 29 years old now, and I haven't really played basketball in over three years. <laughs> so it's great to actually hear about that because sometimes it's like a new time zone for me about basketball. Because like I said... I haven't played in so long. I mean, I put, I hung the ball up, hung the jump shoes up to pursue professional wrestling. When I hung that up, then I'm back into going to playing adult flag football now just to stay active and keep keep going. So, And plus this podcast. I mean, I've really been enjoying doing this podcast more than anything. It's, I'm really shocked at how much feedback and just how many great reviews we get each every week about these episodes i just it blows my mind like it's crazy like sit here and y'all just hear me babble for almost an hour and y'all enjoy it so that that's pretty cool and i thank everyone for it and i and i'm very appreciative to all of y'all so today's episode we have got the beautiful and lovely first female ghost a guest on our on the buzzing with Marlo, the first female guest, and of course we had to do it with the beautiful former Jacksonville Jaguar cheerleader, Carriana Haynes. Carriana Haynes, like I said, is a former Jaguar cheerleader. We are going to talk about the time that she was a cheerleader. We're going to talk about the tryout that what all she had to endure to make this team, to make it in the NFL as a cheerleader. Because the craziest thing is. Cariana never did cheerleading in high school. I met Cariana in Uly High School along. Uh, well, it's been a, oh my gosh, it's been a while. Cariana's now hit 10 years in graduation. 
but I'm just at nine, so whew, it's it's crazy how fast time goes. Cariana, I remember she she formed a dance team, and we're gonna talk about that today too, because Cariana formed a dance team, and I remember this very very well a little bit. She used to have a little group and whatever. They would dance in our games and stuff. Right after the cheerleaders, they would have their little halftime show. So, I mean, it wasn't bad. Cariana just took took an advantage of just, like, formed a group of girls, and they weren't really bad at all. Cariana really carried the team more than anything, but it's kind of cool to see where she's at now on all this. Um, like, like I said, she was a former Jacksonville Jaguar cheerleader, Cariana also is going to talk about one of her one of her worst losses right now is when she went and tried out for the Jacksonville Sharks Arena Football League cheerleading squad and found out she got cut the first round. Cariana still to this day does not like to talk about that somewhat, so we might get to have a little bit of info on that today. We're going to like I said we're going to talk about the time she was in as a Jaguar cheerleader. And the craziest thing is Cariana worked with them from 2012 all the way to 2017, which means Cariana left on a high note when the Jacksonville Jaguars won the AFC champion, or actually almost winning the AFC championship. Still bitter to this day about it because now my Jaguars have completely broken down. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm terrified to know what our season's going to be like this year. We went from winning maybe six games last year to maybe we're probably going to barely win four. And it's really scary. It's really hard to think because, man, it's, I'm a Jaguar fan. I'm a diehard Jaguar fan. I'm really proud of how Minshew played, but I don't know how it's going to go. We'll see how her thoughts are on Jaguars, too. We're going to find out just what what Carrion is doing now, just the life after like i mean after being a cheerleader we might all we also got to talk about the cariana after she left the jacksonville jaguar cheerleading squad she decided to hang the pom-poms up and start playing on the field because cariana played two years playing professional football for an all-women's all-pad football team and we'll talk about that today so when we come back we will talk to cariana haynes What's up, everyone? If you were wondering how I've done this podcast, it's based off the Anchor. All you have to do is unload the Anchor app. And even better, guys, it's free. You could also possibly be getting paid to do this. I mean, all you got to do is just download the app. Speak your mind. If you ever dreamed of making a podcast or just anything, let your voice be heard. You can also be known on Spotify, Apple, or anything downloaded. Just go on the Anchor app. Hello? Hey. All right. I'm with Cariana Haynes. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. It's Friday. <laughs> Thank gosh. Yeah. It's been a busy week for me. <laughs> me too. I'm so glad I get to sleep in tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, my kids won't let that happen for me. It'll be about <laughs> 7 o'clock, but I usually get up at 3 a.m. every morning. I got to be at work by five. Oh so. my gosh, it's crazy. 
Yeah, so and it's even funnier when I get up at that regular time on my days off. That's even the most amazing part, somewhat. <laughs> so, so I am gonna have to ask you the first thing because I need to know what was that group that you formed in Yearly High School because you didn't do cheerleading. No. So I tried to do like a dance team because I moved down from Georgia and mm-hmm. I got here and I was like, there's no dance team. I was like, what the, what in the world? So I was already kind of, you know, a little depressed because I moved to the country from the city. So I tried to do a dance team. Um, East Atlanta, Gwinnett County. Okay. And you so moved here like, your sophomore year, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So go on. Like, I was like, well, maybe I can make it, like, home. So let me just try to do a dance team. I can make some friends. And apparently nobody likes to dance around here. So that didn't (laughs) work really well. I remember remember them very vaguely because I think y'all did them during our basketball game. Y'all did it again with the JV team. I do remember that. (laughs) They weren't that bad. I I mean, I give you props. Like, it, it was even crazier because I was like, knowing now that what you are now, and I was like, that's even crazy because she never was a cheerleader, but I knew you always <laughs> loved dancing. I do know that. Yes. So, so what made you want to take that step into the cheerleading gig? Yeah, so I've always cheered or danced or did something ever since I could remember. And mm-hmm. when I was in Georgia, my high school dance teacher, she was actually the choreographer for the Atlanta Falcons. So, oh, okay. So- I always knew that I wanted to like continue on to like do something greater, especially because uh-huh. studio, they kick you out when you're 18 and you can't dance on a high school dance team anymore after you graduate. So it wow, was either, really? yeah, it was either, you know, go for arena football or basketball or NFL. So I had to just keep going. Hey, there you go. Yeah. I mean, at least you, at least you took Noah's, didn't take no as an answer. I mean, that's that's a plus. I mean, I can't say much because after college basketball, I mean, clearly I had a kid, whatever. But <laughs> at that time, I also had a chance to go play in arena football, and uh, it was nice. a funny story with that. So I had this one guy. His name was Jim at the mm-hmm. Ironworks in Julie, and I mean, he was very close with all the guys from uh, Jacksonville. He kept telling me, he's like, "Why do you keep lifting?" so heavy weight why get so big if you're not gonna like try to play football or something because yeah. you know i just like to play basketball and i was like and i joked with him one time i was like hello jim if you ever give me a tryout maybe i'll i'll consider it whatever so funny thing is i was working the weekend shift and it was on a monday and actually it was tuesday morning because yeah so it was like three o'clock in the morning i got there and he looked at me and said i need you to go get cleats and meet me here at one o'clock I looked at Jim. I said, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Need you? I got cleats for you. Meet me here at one o'clock." I was like, "All right." And then he came to this tryout, and I mean, I haven't played since high school, and I, I, I think the last, the last time I really played football, I think it was my sophomore year. So I didn't really play football after all that. I mean, I, I just. When I played receiver, I wanted to play receiver. I didn't want to play blocker. Yeah. So there's my thing on that. But he got me this tryout. I went out there, and um, 
they were asking me your positions. I was like, wide receiver. Let's try that. I played. I can catch the ball and I can run. Sweet. Yeah. They looked at me as like, that's not bad. And I was like, because Jim was sitting there telling me, he's like, well, this is semi-pro, so you basically you can get a way to get paid to play. I was like, okay, now we're talking. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> I looked at him and said, so what's the highest paid position that we can do? Quarterback. I looked at him. I was like. I should be okay with that. So, yeah. I went and then they looked at me and I was like, you're doing good and all, but he's like, this guy right here, because this is right after Blake Bortles. So, oh, he's at USF and everything, and he was like, telling me that he's been looking at this guy nonstop, and they've been, like, pretty much already saying that this guy was going to be signed, and that's the only person they were looking at. And they told me, do you have any other position that you would want to think about doing, because we would be interested in I was like, oh, I, I can go back to doing receiver. So I got it, and then happens. A little mess up happened right there, and then I just decided not to play. So <laughs> my arena, that's my arena experience. And the sad thing is I was doing arena practices uh, right after I got off of work on weekends. So I would go and do arena workouts. Try to do a, a video or something with them, trying to get on the field to actually do a little bit of routine and, and get right back at it and go back to working again. I was just like, oh, I, I can't do this much. I would be exhausted. I would be dead. It, it's a lot of work. Like, it's, I give a lot of props to like football players and anything in general because when you're right in that college level, that's when you start realizing it's more than preparing outside of the sport. I remember in college basketball, I was dribbling a ball for almost I actually I was running for two hours and not even having a ball. So <laughs> I was never used to that. <laughs> so tell us about the football. Oh man, I love I love it. It's so much fun. It's I don't play tackle anymore. Mainly because I got hit like super hard last year. And I was like, mm, it's not for me anymore. But I absolutely love it. Taking out, like, all your built-up stress and aggression. It's mm-hmm. amazing. All right. Well, you know I'm going to ask you. So go ahead and talk. <laughs> what all from square one all the way up to the tryout, making the Jaguars feeling squad. Go ahead and tell us. So, oh, gosh. That was, like, the best five oh, years be of Let's talk about the worst struggle that that was for you. The worst struggle. Because you told me you tried out for the Sharks and whatever? Yeah, I would say my worst struggle was, so when I tried out for the Sharks, it was, when when was it? It was like the fall of 2011, and I didn't make it. And my mom was like, oh, how'd it go? And I was like, don't talk to me. Leave me alone. Because. You know, I came from, like, this great dance background. I did studio dancing. I danced all my life. And I got cut the first round of the Sharks. So I was a little embarrassed. So going into the Jaguar tryouts, I was struggling mentally because I was like, man, I'm not good enough. I can't even do the Sharks. Why am I even here trying out for the Jaguars? And so I didn't know anybody there. So I just told myself, you know, I'm just going to have fun. I'm just going to enjoy the experience. And then... I got through to the second round. I was like, okay, well, that's not bad. First round was kind of easy. So, like, oh, let's see how the second round goes. Second round went great. And then I got 
called back to do like the third round and the finals like the following week and I was like oh crap so like, this might actually happen and I was like no I'm not gonna like build myself up just get knocked back down what if they say no and because a lot of girls try out for years before they even make it to the finals some girls have tried out for like mm-hmm. seven years and never made the team and I was like I'm never gonna make it my first time and then I actually made it and I just could not believe it I was so excited I was super petty because I ended up friending all the people from the Sharks and posting that I made it. To it was horrible. I was so petty. But everything happened I mean, for a reason. I, that's, understandable. that's understandable. I mean, that's really crazy. Like, you tried out for the Sharks. You get cut in the first round. I think maybe that was a little bit of a motivation to be like, okay, this was not your calling. That's what that I'm one. thinking. Yeah, because I'm like, I was so, like, hurt. Like, my, my pride was hurt because I'm like, man, my mom spent mm-hmm. all this money for me to, like, you know, grow up and dance. And dance is expensive. And I'm like, dang, I can't even make it arena football. I was like, I might as well try out for, like, you know, lacrosse or something. And I was like, well, the next auditions are Jaguars. Might as well try out for them. I may not make it, but let's have fun. So how does that work? So how do you get invited to do the tryout or do you just volunteer? No, so you actually have to audition every year, whether it's your first time or if it's like you're a returning veteran. Everyone auditions mm-hmm. every year. You have to pretty okay. much, you know, fill out an application every year and turn it in by the deadline. If you miss the deadline, pretty much you're screwed because she doesn't give any like extensions or anything like that. And then once you turn in your application, it's pretty much like game time. You have to make sure you're in like the best shape. You know, you got to eat right. You know, get your hair and nails done. Make sure you just look amazing and you feel good and, you know, stretch and start preparing to, like, conquer auditions because mm-hmm. it's two weeks of just stress and anxiety and just dancing. I remember watching something. I mean, obviously, every team's different. I watched that Dallas Cowboy, uh, the Dallas Cowboy cheerleader one. Yeah. And man, I, I give them props. So, so you're not guaranteed every year to be on the team. No, there's been girls who, you know, gotten cut after their first year. There was one girl that got cut after her third year. Like, you're never guaranteed your spot, and you have to audition every single year. And you're on the same level as all the other girls who are auditioning. So it's like, you don't even get, like, you know, an extra point or anything. You're, you got to prove yourself every year. Mm-hmm. So, so tell me, so how, how was that? So how... Like, not really how stressful, but tell me how that lifestyle was. The lifestyle was amazing. I mean, from auditions to, like, the last game of my fifth year, it was, it's bittersweet because, you know, after my first year of cheerleading, coming back as a veteran, auditioning, it sucks because you know what you can lose. And so it's like, mm-hmm. okay, I have to make the team because I want to have this lifestyle. I want to stay, like, in contact with all my friends because – we're from all over Jacksonville and you know we go to the stadium about four five times a, a week pretty much so we get to see each other and hang out all the time it was just it's a great lifestyle for sure like I would definitely recommend anybody who wants to like cheer or dance or do anything to definitely try out for the Jaguars because you have your best friends and they're literally going to be your best friends for life and you get to dance and perform in front of thousands of people You get to travel to London, even though, unfortunately, they're not going this year. But you get there's so many trips and opportunities that you get to do and experience. Like, I've met so many famous people. Like, it's just 
kind of like oh hey how are you doing okay bye like <laughs> like I regret not enjoying it more after like the fifth person but you know it is a job though so you have to make sure you you do your job and you yeah you got to be professional and you can't just like annoy them and bug them but you just have to stay professional and pretty much just enjoy everything because it's so magical and wonderful I would definitely do it again in a heartbeat mm-hmm. So tell me, so what was the one time that you were really nervous in a game? I would say the one time I was really nervous was my very first game because it's Uh so surreal. So our locker room back then when I cheered, it was right across the hall from the football players. And so you would walk down the tunnel, but then the players would like walk past you because they're coming off the field. And those dudes are so Uh freaking huge. So we had to like all kind of like move out of the way because – we're much shorter than them so we're like okay make sure you don't get ran over make sure your boots don't get scuffed while they walk by and then we're gonna walk out this tunnel and then I need you like the coach would be like I need you to you know engage with the fans and smile and just look pretty and be cheerful and that will always be like my favorite moment like every game it like made me so nervous that I would be like nauseated. I'm like oh my gosh I'm gonna like barf but it was just so cool just walking out the tunnels and then you'll see the light and then you see all these fans cheering for you and they don't even know you, but they're like so happy to see you and they just want to touch your palms. And I'm like, oh, hey, <laughs> I'm like, I'm happy to see you too. Like, you don't know me, but we're happy to see each other. It was always like hey. amazing, but it always made me so nervous. I'm like, what if I trip out the tunnel? Like, that'd be horrible. Like, what if something happens? Like, it was always like that, that walk. It's like either going to be a great walk mm-hmm. or a walk of shame. <laughs> hey, at least either way, right. either way, you're still going to go out there, right? Yep. <laughs> either way, I'm gonna make it look good. <laughs> so you, so you cheerlead for what? Five years? Yeah. So the max you can cheer is five years. Okay. So is that just for one team, or is that for all? So different teams have different limits. Um, some teams don't have any limits, but for our team, because we all love cheerleading and we would never leave if there wasn't a limit she gave us a five-year max okay that's oof, man so i can only imagine what that last that last year if i'm correct i'm still bitter about it but that's the year the jaguars almost went super bowl in actually my last year was uh, my contact ended march of 2017 and so mm-hmm. the year that they went to the Super Bowl, I just retired, so I wasn't on the field, and I was so mad. Like me and oh, my that best one friend. They lost. Oh my gosh, I, it, it still hurts me to this day knowing that we lost to Kansas Yes, I was so <laughs> upset. And me and my friend Sam were like, you know what? If they go to the Super Bowl, we gave them five losing years. We are going to the Super Bowl. We will get our uniforms back, and we will be on that field. Like we're going. Yeah. It's. It's crazy to see what they are now, though. <laughs> yes, I know. It's crazy. My cousin plays now. He has a three-year contract, so hopefully he'll be able to do or help. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, there's only so many rebuild seasons, but I, I can see why we needed it. I'm still bitter about them getting rid of Clay's Campbell more than anything. Me I feel too. Like a very, good, very good locker room. I mean, just very positive person. Yeah. And, they're going to uh, regret and then that. Goes oh, yeah. I'm, I, I think Baltimore is going to win this year. Oh, yeah. Just 
with him adding in with Lamar, if Lamar can pick up what he had last year, they should have no problems. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> but Tennessee looking pretty well too. So yes, I don't know. I'm nervous because I feel like Tennessee is going to be up there. Oh yeah. I remember that, well last year I went to the Jags game when they played that Thursday night and obviously it was raining real bad. My wife wanted to meet Derek, so we went to the one game that poor Derek had lost. Oh. <laughs> well, he got the only touchdown, so and then the funny thing is so we waited at the end of the game. So you got all people basically I remember in Yuli whatever talking blah 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 and we're just getting poured down in rain. Oh my god. <laughs> We're sitting there waiting on Derek to come out, and I was, and I kept telling Samantha, I was like, "You do know he's only going to be able to say hi, and we got to go because they got a long bus ride back to Tennessee." And she was like, "I don't think it'll be that long." And I was like, "All right, just wait." So we went all the way through. He got us all sent over there, and she got one hug with him, and he said, "Thank you for coming." And then he said, "What's up, Warren?" He said, "What's up to all the other guys?" And then he had to go. And she's like, "That was it." I was like. <laughs> Like we can't do anything about that. Yeah. Like thankful for that because usually, because I remember when Derek was signaling everyone to come in, that security guard looked at him and was like, "All of them?" <laughs> He's like, "Really? You're not even on the whole team. What's up with this?" <laughs> Bringing all of you. Lee. Oh uh, yeah, I mean it was like a big old reunion there. It, it was it was kind of cool too because I mean. That was my first time actually watching Derek play in the in the NFL, so that was pretty cool. He's incredible but, to watch for sure. Oh, he's changed so much compared to what oh, yeah. I remember, and uh, it's for the best. Like honestly, the way he is now, I wish he was in high school because we would have a state championship. Yeah. Like, but off of that, so <laughs> you said all these famous people. Yes. You got to tell me, which one were you starstruck of meeting? So, I would say Carrie Underwood, because I'm a big country fan, and I love Carrie Underwood. I remember you liking country music when I met you. Yes. (laughs) I love country music. You know, my wife would have lost her mind right now if she would have found out that you met Carrie Underwood because that's her favorite person in the whole wide world. Really? Well, she's amazing. Oh, yeah. She's the sweetest human in the world. Like, she's short. Like, she doesn't look short, but she's shorter than me. And I'm like, dang, because I'm short. You know, but she's a little bit shorter than me, and she's very petite. But she's so sweet, and she's the nicest, and she has a little, like, you know, accent it's so cute and she was just so awesome I, was, I didn't realize it was her because I was walking in the stadium it's when she came to the stadium for the unveiling of our new big jumbo screen yeah so I was just walking in the tunnels because my mom wanted to go but I had to cheer so I was heading to our locker room to change and she was in the hallway and it took me a moment because I'm kind of like in my own world and I saw like this short like blonde lady and the back of her jersey was like it was a Jaguars jersey but it said Underwood and I was like we don't have a player whose name is Underwood I was like what the heck where did she get that jersey from and then somebody walked by and was like hey Carrie and I was like no way I was like you're Carrie Underwood she's like hey and I'm like oh my gosh and I was like I'm wearing my uniform you know our whole turn our shorts so I don't have my phone with me 
So nobody's going to believe me. I'm like, I just want one picture. But she had to like go. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm at Carrie Underwood and I don't have my cell phone. I was like, are you kidding me right now? I was so <laughs> mad. I'm like, oh. But it was so cool. I had a uh, moment. I was like, whose jersey is Underwood? I was like, that's weird. But yeah, it was scary. That's, that's pretty cool. Especially you didn't even have security guards blocking you or anything. My wife would probably try to tackle it. <laughs> kind of weird, but that, that's not even a joke. <laughs> Believe it or not, that night, she was actually at the stadium to see the unveil. Just because Carrie Underwood was Really? There. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, she showed me a picture. She was, like, sitting sky high up there. I was like, she must have been worth it for you to be sitting up there. Oh, she put it on a Because I was like, I, I, yeah. <laughs> That's when, uh, wasn't it a soccer game? Yeah. It was a soccer game, okay. yeah. A football match. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, how was the experience of going to London? Oh, it was amazing. Like, I definitely have a lot of friends there now, and I picked up some habits and I would definitely want to like go back and visit. I didn't realize how expensive the tickets were because they pay for everything for you to go there. So I was definitely grateful for that and grateful for the experience <laughs> to go. But I, I just loved it. There, there's a lot of hipsters there and they just have fun and they, they talk funny and, but they have great Southern accents, which is weird because I, I have a horrible British accent. They have Southern accents. Yeah, like when they try to mimic you, it sounds really good. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I don't know if you're like, if you've been practicing, I don't know if I should take offense that you're making fun of me because I can't really do a good British accent, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're funny over there. They're cool people. That's, so how many times have you went to London? You went. I've actually been um, seven times to London. Holy yeah. Because wow. I was in the calendar shoot in 2014 and we shot it in London. Mm-hmm. And then after the calendar shoot, we went back to London to promote the calendar. And then I went back to London for the football game. So that one year, I went to London once every six months or once every like four months, pretty much or so. Wow. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm not glad you could say that. <laughs> I was always gone because I went in like March, then I went in September, then I went back in October, then I went the next year, like the middle of the year. It was crazy. I was my bags were literally always packed, and I just could not keep up with anything. I was like, "Can you do laundry? Nope. I'll just buy new clothes and just put in the suitcase. I gotta go." <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. I remember when I was wrestling. I mean, I had a set amount of clothes like in the bag and I was like look if this don't make it through <laughs> I, I can find a t-shirt or something like exactly. uh, <laughs> it's only so much load you can pack in a bag literally and then the sad thing is I had to put my my gear in it so it was even funnier like if someone say like if I had to go in the airport or something they just pull that thing out and they're looking at it like looking at me looking at it like okay <laughs> what's up with this you got tights and a mask. <laughs> you gonna tell us something here, sir? Right. So, I've actually had that once or twice. It was pretty funny in a way. And I, and I, and I tried not to, and I tried to act very professional <laughs> with it too. And I was just sitting there with a serious face, like, "Yeah, it's my kids. Like, I don't know what else to say." <laughs> and they're just holding it straight up in the air, and I'm just like, "You got me, buddy. <laughs> you got me." That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, it, it was some interesting. I 
Oh, yeah. It's been some fun times there. But that's cool that you got to go to 11. Uh, I meant seven times to London. Yeah. So what was the biggest game? I meant, like, what was, like, the best traveling game that you ever got to go to? Other than London, like, what's the big rival? So, actually, fun fact, NFL cheerleaders don't travel. We only cheer at home games. Okay. So, oh, yeah, I remember because when Lad 30 was out and you always would post yeah. pictures. Okay. Yeah, so we would have, like, we would go to, like, watch parties and stuff and hang out with the fans um, because there's about mm-hmm. 34 on the Jaguars anyway in the past years. So this year's a little bit different, but normally there's about 34 girls who cheer and there's only 28 girls on the field at all times so we're all in each corner so there's if we go to another like stadium like the titans for like tech or tennessee they have their own cheerleaders that take up all the fields so we wouldn't have anywhere to cheer so they just leave Mm -hmm. us at home so but it's okay because girls do they still dress out the the other girls, they actually do sweet appearances. So, like, they'll go visit, like, Shad Khan, and they'll go visit, like, other people who are in the Swedes and Cabanas. So, they're, like, pretty much selling calendars and, you know, shaking hands and making sure all the fans are comfortable and having a good time, pretty much. Okay. So, I mean, still, they're all contributing. So, yeah. I mean, that would have been kind of weird to say, yeah, I sit in the bench, clearly. <laughs> that would be... Yeah. It's, well, it's like a, a rite of passage in a way because only the rookies do it. It's like your first year, you have to like rotate in mm-hmm. and out. So like the best rookies to do this one performance, they'll be on the field cheering. And the rookies who maybe were either injured or missed a few practices, then they have to go like in the suites and mingle with the fans. But mm-hmm. it's not a bad gig because you can be in the AC, your makeup is beautiful all day. You know, you get to sell calendars. <laughs> or sweat. Yeah, versus sweating. <laughs> like, getting tired and exhausted. Like, it's pretty So, tell me, so how's that work? So, say, like, say, so, y'all, obviously, y'all wear makeup and everything. So, do y'all, like, in halftime, do y'all fix up y'all's makeup again? Like, if it's, like, if y'all sweating or anything, does it? Oh, yeah. I'm not, obviously, I'm not a female, so I don't <laughs> No, you're fine. So, like. <laughs> So we don't really get an off season because we practice pretty much all the time and we're doing appearances. So you're always putting on makeup because you want to look beautiful all the time. Mm-hmm. And so you're always trying different makeup and, you know, we have to test like concealer and make sure this is going to stay on test foundation and what's going to work for me and different moisturizers and then setting spray. We use a crap ton of setting spray, which is, pretty much like an aftermath wow. it kind of like helps to keep the makeup on <laughs> so you don't sweat it off and okay. definitely during halftime because we're on the field pretty much you know the whole time halftime is our only break and halftime goes by so fast so usually we're you know fueling up we're having bananas or some oranges or whatever fruit that they have for us in the locker room normally they'll have like some lunch depending on the time of the day the game is we always have like power mm-hmm. but then we're like using blow dryers to try to like dry off and like make sure our makeup looks good and we're recurling our hair and taking our boots off just for a little bit because wearing boots that long is horrible. Uh, I I I don't know how y'all do that. I I that that would drive me. Oh, nuts. they they look great. <laughs> With a heel on them, it's, it's hard. Oh yeah, I mean they look great. Yeah, but I mean 
I'm sure it's a lot of struggles to keep them looking great, I guess. Yeah. That's crazy. That sounds like a very hard gig like that. So, so like y'all say, so y'all really don't have an off season. So how's that week go out? So y'all, so y'all obviously got appearances and stuff like that, but how many, how many times do y'all have to go and do routines? And all? Yeah. So like normally we would practice um, about twice a week. If there's a game, we'll practice three times a week. Um, and then we'll practice before mm-hmm. the game. So when I cheered, I always like, I was in school and I worked. So I had a full-time job. So right after work, I would leave and I would go to the stadium. Half the time I was changing in my car to get my practice stuff on. And then I would work out before practice and then I would have practice. And we usually practice from around, it was around seven to about 10. Usually sometimes Mm -hmm. if we didn't do it right or the coach was dissatisfied, we'll practice a little bit longer. So sometimes we were there all night, you know, then I'll wake up go back to work, try to do some homework on my lunch break, you know, do an appearance because when we didn't have practice, there was always appearances that were coming up. But pretty much uh-huh. every Tuesday and Thursday were practice days. And then if there was a game, we would practice Saturday mornings. And then, you know, Saturday afternoons, there was a crap ton of appearances that we would have to do. And different girls would go to different events if you were available. And then early Saturday morning, because we had to be, or Sunday morning, we would be to the stadium about four hours before kickoff because we had to practice before the game and do appearances. So we were always busy. It was always nonstop, but I loved being busy and having something to do. Keeps you doing stuff. So, I mean, obviously that that must have been really crazy when it all stopped. I mean, I'm I'm not sure. I remember when I quit wrestling right off the get-go, like, I was losing my yeah. It's just, like, I had so much free time, and I was just, like, this ain't normal <laughs> for me. Like, literally, it was just, like, I was losing my mind. I kept telling my wife, I was, like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I, I'm about to see if I can co- go back or something. She's, like, no, you can't. You, <laughs> you've hurt yourself long enough. I think we're okay. And she's, like, you just got to find a new hobby. Because the biggest thing with me, I couldn't stay sitting yeah. down. Like, I would always have to keep moving, always had to keep doing something. I mean, sadly, I'm one of those people, if I'm on the phone with someone, I'm walking to talk to them on the phone. <laughs> like, I can't just sit somewhere and just be able to just have a conversation. My, it drives my wife so nuts. She's like, can you ever just stay in place one one time? And I was just like, I, it feels weird. Yeah. Like, I just can't do it. Yeah, that's how I am. And she's like, I'm surprised you don't sleepwalk the way I move all the time. It's, I mean. Right. So let's let's talk about that. So it says now, I mean, cheerleading has stopped. Now, what 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 was going on then? So like after cheerleading, I really struggled to try to find like my you know own little world because my best friend like I have three of them from cheerleading. One moved to Mississippi. You know, one is on her third kid, and one lives at Jack's Beach. And you know, I live in Uly, so it's hard for us to like get together because life really kind of just hits you after cheerleading it's like oh I have to do this and all this so I finished school which was one of my promises that I made to my mom because she was unhappy that I didn't finish college before cheerleading so I told her as soon as I retired I would do it so I had to do it but I tried to cheer for Pop Warner that was fun but it made me miss cheerleading a little too much so I had to stop um because that was really hard um then I tried, you know, tackle football and then flag football, of course. 
I enjoy that. <laughs> but pretty much now. Oh gosh! All right. I love black football. Since you just threw that in there, let's let's just go ahead and get that out. <laughs> so Cariona played flag football, and her team just basically demolished my the team. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting game. I mean, I will tell you this: like when I uh, like when I told my doctor. Sorry for interrupting on it, but we're going to just go ahead and cut on the flag football idea because flag football has been my new favorite sport. Like, I've got a passion for that now like I did with Yes. Flag. Um, Like, the funny thing is when I told my doctor and he was like, so, no contact, blah, blah, blah. He's like, and I was like, so how would flag football go? And he's like, I don't think that's too contact. <laughs> Literally almost had a head injury like the first game. I was going to say, so he's never seen us play. I was just sitting there, I was like, I was sitting there, I was like, okay. Well, here's the funny thing out of this. Don't take it okay. the wrong way. So, it was a co-ed game, and I've never really played co-ed sports. So, I was expecting like, okay, I know I can play, so I should be all right. The guy I got is the quarterback, and I had my best friend. He talked me into playing. So, I was like, you know what? We'll do it, whatever. And they're like, well, we got to pick up certain players. I mean, we didn't find out who was on our team until almost the game night. Uh, So, yeah, they gave us, like, all the just people that was left over or whatever. And um, and I was sitting there, I was like, okay, obviously I'm going to have to step up, try to do it, score the first touchdown. And then they're like, okay, the biggest thing I had a problem with was the girl play because none of our girls on my team could either catch the ball (laughs) Or figure out to run the right way with it. <laughs> so, let's just put it this way. I was praying that Bryce would never have to worry about the third down. And it was like, let's just do a handoff to the girl. Let's just try that out. Let's see how that goes. Well, we did a handoff, and the girl didn't even get a yard. So, Oh, my like, gosh. Oh, goody. Oh, uh, we're, we're in trouble. <laughs> and the sad thing is, every girl on the, every other team, and I kept telling my friends, I'm like, they have all must have been playing with each other way more longer than obviously my team because those girls were dominating every single girl that was on my team. And I was just sitting there, I was like, obviously the girls do make a difference in co-ed sports. They do. Like, it blew my mind because I was just like, why is all the girls better than my girls on the team? Like, what the heck's going on here? Like, we would always have to struggle. Like, we'd have one that literally kept improving every game. And then the other one just would be like, I might catch it. I don't know if I will drop it or whatever. This is literally her attitude before she came in the game. And I just sat there and looked at her. I'm like, you're you're kidding, right? Like, do you like losing every game? Like, I'm not the best person to lose games. And we lost that whole dang season. The best game we played was against y'all. Yeah. And, I mean, your friend Marcel basically mossed me, and uh, that just ended that for me there. And I was just like, okay, cool. There goes our season, 0-8. And then I love the caption, like, well, I guess Thanos snapped his fingers at the Avengers today. And I was like, screw you. Oh, my gosh. But, no, then I got into an all-mills competition uh, flag football. And I will say this. I have not known how big flag football is when it comes to, like, it's not just regular people playing this game. Like, obviously, it's people that were playing college ball that possibly played pro and obviously is now 
just wanting to keep playing in the game scenario. Oh, yeah. I will tell you this. Flag football is very intense. So do you only play in that one league, the club walker no, league? No, I actually play in another league. It's an all-women's flag football league. Um, some of the girls that okay. play for the co-ed league play for that league too. And, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. you should definitely watch some of those. They're so intense. Like, our rival, um, I usually play on the hot tamales. And it's full of a whole bunch mm-hmm. of, you know, JSO women police officers and stuff. And it's awesome. But our rival team, oh, it's Mary Garrard, who is David Garrard's wife. And she is oh. a beast at quarterback. But she does not take losing lightly. And she, when she wins, you know it. She should have she, she should have done that to her husband. Maybe we would have a Super Bowl. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. She's amazing. She's a great quarterback. And. I hate playing against her team because you know she can throw it long and you know her like girls are going to catch it. So it's like, okay, now I got to run and chase this girl down. But she has a set of twins on her team that are incredibly fast. It's like unhumanely fast. And they usually beat everybody. They're usually the winners every year of the league. But it's like, okay, of course. And David Garrard would be out there cheering his wife on. And I'm like, dude, it's not fair. <laughs> He's so good. But I love it. I love playing co-ed. That's, I mean, it was a different game for me. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I, it was fun. <laughs> I won't even lie. It was fun, but it was just like, I, I was just blown away, like, how serious all the girls were on the other teams, like, taking it out. And I mean, these girls were like, they were taking advantage. They knew the girls on my team oh, weren't yeah. that great, so they were like, oh, we're going to hammer oh, these yeah. girls. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. Uh, the one girl like literally ran over both of my girls flat off and their hands. I just said, I tried not to laugh, but I was just like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I can't do nothing about I remember, it. <laughs> I, I don't remember her name, but one girl on your team, because I like to go long, because um, our quarterback, he knows like the side. Usually I can catch really well on like my left. And so I like to go long, and the girl that I was, you know, or who was in front of me on your team, she was not about that running life. So I was like, you know what? I can just make her run real long, <laughs> like, every few times. And then she's just going to leave me alone because she's not going to chase after me. She's just going to let me go. And sure enough, she did. And I was like, all right, well, let's do this. Like, we can do a girl play right here. I do remember one play. She asked me to help guard you. <laughs> I do remember that because she's like, obviously, you know who she is. So you didn't want to tell me she could run. I was like, I went and talked to carry on, and Lord knows when. I I didn't know she was playing flag. <laughs> yeah, she she hated me because like I would make her run every time. I'm like, we're gonna get some cardio in today. Like I got my Fitbit on. I'm gonna catch this ball. We gonna we running. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, have you been doing any uh flag football? I mean, uh, since quarantine and everything, is that about to start back up? I hope it is. I really don't know. Um. I know a few of the girls have been actually training with Demetrius McCray. He he trains us usually Bay Meadows. It's like nine regional park on the south side. So every mm-hmm. once in a while I'll go there. And, but it's been really hot in the mornings. And he like kills you. So I'm <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to get the last time I almost passed out. I was like, dude, what the? No. <laughs> I was like, this is too intense. So I've been just doing CrossFit right now um, just to stay in shape. Mm-hmm. So when we do play football, at least I can, you know, be strong enough and run over some more girls maybe. But Did you get into CrossFit 
uh, during being during your uh, time in cheerleading or, or after? definitely after because when I was cheering I didn't really have time for anything else so I mean we did have trainers at the stadium um, they did train the football players so it was a little weird for them to like help and train us because it's like we don't want to be big like them we just want you know to just tone so mainly we would just <laughs> do stadiums and run and stuff like on the weekends at this at the stadium when we had time so I didn't have much time for anything else but I definitely found that CrossFit is that that family like that niche where I need it to be so I definitely like it and enjoy mm-hmm. it where do you do CrossFit at? I do CrossFit at Yuli CrossFit well I guess not Yuli CrossFit anymore it's more like Fernandina CrossFit it's behind um, the fire station across the street from Old Nassau or oh, by wow. Old Nassauville Road. I, have, I haven't been to Yuli in so long on like literally just the drive around. I remember, and it just blows me away, like how oh, Yuli is huge. now. I, I, I can't even remember it. I can't even remember it the way it is now. It's just, I was looking at, uh, I didn't know what wildlife was or wildlife oh was. Everybody kept telling me about this school yeah. wildlife. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> I was like, I've been to Yuli almost all my life. I, I don't know what a wild light is. And they're like, it's a new school and a new area and all this. I'm like, since when did this all happen? They're like, how long has it been since you've been here? I was like, it's been a while. <laughs> wild light, I just <laughs> like, say it's like, crazy. Wild light's like a glorified military base. That's what I call it. It's pretty much going to be like a <laughs> like an oak leaf or kind of like a St. John's area. That's what I that's what I looked at it as. And I was sitting there, I was like, okay, this is gonna be like the Oakley yeah. type look. Because I live in Orange Park, so I live right next to Oakley, like literally ten minutes okay. away from where I stay. Yeah. I stayed literally almost a blending. Okay. Dang, that's yeah. So I complain about traffic, but then when I get to Uli, I'm like, there's traffic in Uli now? There what is. in the world? It's annoying. Like I don't remember any of it. I've never seen traffic like this. Like it's crazy. Like it's crazy how Yuli. I remember how Yuli used to be. Nothing but trees and yep. a Walmart. <laughs> I remember you used to have before Walmart was built. All we had was Winn Dixie, and obviously, all the stuff you see after you get off the highway, come out, whatever. You see the Wendy's and all that. That's always been here. But all you would see nothing but trees, the railroad, and you had to go to Fernandina to even go shopping anywhere. Like, literally, if you wanted to go regular shopping or whatever, you had the Kmart and Walmart. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And I think they had food lines, yeah. too, if I remember. Line. I mean, it's, when we moved here, my mom crazy. was like, oh, I need you to go to Publix because I had to get my driving time in. But I always had to go to Publix that's, like, near River City. That was, like, oh, the wow. closest Publix yeah. to us because, yeah. you know, I wasn't about to go all the way to Fernandina. She wasn't going to let me drive that far. So the closest one was Publix near River City. I'm like, geez, when am I going to get one? But there, there's about to be another Publix being built in Yuli near, um, kind of like, I think it's either across the street from Wildlife or near Timber Creek. Oh wow, really? They're putting a store yeah, out in that like area. That area is going to blow up. It's going to be crazy, and it's so weird because it's like. I remember Timber Creek used to just be the real nice housing area. I didn't know they were going to put stores and stuff out there. I mean, they've got plenty of room. Obviously, they've cut enough trees down on the other end to really – they've got to worry about the construction getting done before anything else. And by my mom's place, um, she lives over in River Glen, which is a little near Timber Creek. They're making a whole, like, 
it's called mm-hmm. like the tributary i don't i have no clue what that is but they're doing like parks and they're doing like docks so they can go kayaking and they're going to build more houses over there and have like parks for like kids and dog parks and it's crazy i'm like oh my gosh like what's happening our little town is going to be huge i know it's not a little town anymore (laughs) i I, it's i mean the old me because i will tell you literally when i first moved here because my dad's in the my dad was in the military so obviously we had to move a lot there were some times where I wouldn't even unpack my boxes. So when we first drove to Yuli, I kid you not, I could probably still make the same expression. I looked at my mom and I told her flat out, I said, I'm not unpacking my box. <laughs> like, literally, I'm not. And the sad thing is we moved from Hilliard. Oh my so I looked at her. I was like, oh so God. we moved from one country area to a terrible <laughs> country area. Like. It was crazy. Hilliard had more stuff than Yuli back then. So it was just like, I looked at my mom, I was like, why are we here? She's like, well, we got a house. Do you want to stay in an apartment? I was like, um, looking outside, I was like, mom, all I see is nothing but trees and dirt. Like, I would expect a very big upgrade. I was like, at least we had a pig and two other restaurants in Hilliard before this. Uh, I mean, it, it took me almost a year and a half to really unpack all my stuff because I, I just did not like Yuli when I first moved here. It was crazy. Like, literally, trees uh, trees galore. Now you barely right? even see a tree. Now it, it's crazy. It it's, it's, it's amazing how they've grown so much now because, I mean, I mean, I mean it needed it. Yeah. But it's sad too because it's like, uh, it is. Age is definitely oh, coming yeah. now. It's crazy because, like, <laughs> I have a little townhouse and I cleared all my trees because I needed a good sized backyard for my dog. But um, now, because I live on Chester Road where it, it was pretty much like a dirt road, now mm-hmm. they're putting a fire station down my road. And it scares me. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm glad I have a fire station that's close, but does that mean they're going to add more houses? Like, what does this mean? I'm like, are they going to build more? I'm like, I don't like that. Like, I just needed to just stop building. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I, I, for them to build it down Chester Road, I haven't been out there in a while, but that's that's a little out yeah. there. I mean, it that's is. a lot of trees. It's too, weird. So. They're cutting down like a little square to just like put the firehouse. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> But there's, like, trees all around it still. And I'm, like, I am in the country, and I want it to stay like that. I'm, like, I finally got used to it from moving from Georgia. Like, just leave my little country piece alone. Yeah, I know. I, and the funny thing is I never wanted to be that type of person. Be like, oh, I miss how it used to be. Oh, yeah. Like, old, older me would have been so happy to see Yuri like this. Like, completely happy about it. Now I'm just, like. Yeah, this is why I'm not here. <laughs> this is why I don't come here no more. Like it's crazy. And it's crazy to see how many people still yes. live out here in Yuli. And I was just and I would just be blown away because I keep telling my wife, I was like, Where are we going? Oh, we're gonna my dad's because her dad lives like seven minutes away from my family. So I was like, Okay, we're going to your your dad's, then what are we doing? Oh, we're gonna go to your mom. I was like, Okay, cool. So she can see the baby, whatever. So and then she's like, so let's go to Walmart or Target. And I was like, no, not a good idea. And she's like, why? I was like, not a I good idea. She goes, why? 
I was like, literally, yep. it'll be a reunion. Every single time I go there, I run into like four or five people. Samantha goes, I only knew one of them. I was like, there you go. And I'm the one that has the memory <laughs> problem. So it's it's crazy. I, it just blows me away, like, how many people still are obviously out here. And, I mean, Julie has definitely grown a lot better. Obviously, the schools have yeah. gotten a lot better. Um I like the fact that they've got more activities for kids out here now because I didn't know they actually did fly football leagues out here in uh, Fernandina, yeah, Julie. Did. I didn't know that. I know they've yeah, done it for kids. I didn't know they were doing it for yeah, adults. Yeah, I haven't got too. into it yet because um, I feel committed to our other team. But they're doing so – they have a softball league here too for adults and kids. Yeah. Really? They're competitive too. They're crazy. Those people are crazy. Oh. They want to win. <laughs> Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Like, baseball was the Yuli's thing. Like, honestly, baseball was the number one sport out here for the longest yeah. because of the ballpark. I've, I haven't been out in that ballpark in forever. I can only imagine what it looks like now, though. Hopefully it still looks the same that I remember it by. Yeah. I know they opened the basketball yep. gyms up again, so that's good. I mean – I remember where those used to be like storage units for a baseball season. So glad they're finally using it again for kids. Oh, me too. I'm really happy. Oh. So um, you got to tell me. So what changed you from from the girl that tried out for the Jaguars to obviously your last game, whatever? So what experience? What was your change? I would say. Man, because so much has changed because I, I feel like I grew as a person by being on the Jaguars because I got to experience life mm-hmm. and I actually had like a good group of friends because I was also a military brat. So I moved everywhere. And then, of course, moving to Florida, I didn't have any friends. So cheerleading gave me that friendship or the friendships that I needed. Um, but I would say I definitely I definitely matured because like looking at my rookie year photo and then looking at my fifth year photo it's like man I went from like a girl to like an actual woman it's like it's crazy it's weird because like I knew how to like hold myself I knew like my angles and how to take a good picture I knew how to like address people and like have conversations with people especially like a couple because being a cheerleader you never want to like acknowledge the guy first you always want to acknowledge the woman first I learned a lot of good life lessons so (laughs) it's like those little things like (laughs) Hold up, you don't have to explain that to me. So, what do you mean by that? You know, because first of all, you're super tiny and trim, and you're fit. You're wearing this halter top, and your boobs are like pushed up to the sky. You're wearing these short shorts, and they're wearing heels. So, like when you introduce yourself to like a couple or like some fans or whatever, you always like you always say hello to the woman first. You're always like, "Oh, hey! Oh my gosh, I love your scarf. Your makeup is so beautiful." Like, cause if you just say hi to her husband or her boyfriend first, she's gonna probably kick your ass later. Like, you just can't do that. You gotta acknowledge the woman <laughs> first, and compliment her. Don't even like acknowledge the guy. Like, he doesn't even exist. You have to say hi to her. Make sure that you guys are like on that same like level that she doesn't want to kill you because you're pretty much wearing nothing standing in front of her boyfriend or husband. And then you can say, "Oh, hey, go Jags" to him. But yeah, I learned a lot of good things. <laughs> Wow, I, I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, that does. I mean, make I've sense. had calendars thrown in my face I, sometimes. Like it's, it's crazy. 
Oh yeah, like really. My one of my rookie year, my very, I think it was either my first or second game, because we get to sell calendars and we get a profit, like a certain percentage of the sales. So I went up to this table where it was just mm-hmm. all guys, and I didn't see anybody else. I didn't see any females or anything. So I just went up to them. And I was like, "Oh hey, do you guys want to buy a calendar?" And they're like, "Yeah, we'll buy a calendar." And so all of, they all bought a calendar. So I'm walking away with my teammates and next thing you know, somebody taps me on my shoulder and then next, like a calendar comes flying in my face. And she's like, he doesn't need one of your freaking calendars. I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry. I will give him a refund. I did not, I'm, I didn't mean any harm. I was just selling a calendar. It's just a calendar. I'm not even in it this year. It's like, I'm a rookie. I don't know what to do. It was horrible. Oh, I was like, I did not mean to make you upset. I was just selling a calendar. Yes, we're wearing bathing suits, and some of the girls were like, you know, um, not wearing tops, but they were still covered. I'm like, I know it's a little risque, but he bought it. It ain't my fault. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm- wow. Was that just that one time? That sounds like a rib to me, honestly. I thought that would have been like a. Like a haze type thing for rookies. That's, that's <laughs> no, crazy. you just have to be careful because, like, you know, some women are like insecure and stuff like that, and so you just have to be mindful and just respectful mm-hmm. and just remember that you know people see you differently when you wear the uniform. Like, you kind of feel like a superhero because nobody knows you when you're not wearing the uniform, but when you put that uniform on, you're just like somebody totally different. Yeah. I remember the one thing that was really hard for me at first when I first started wrestling was to basically yeah. be my character but also be myself and the turn-off switch. And that was a very hard thing for me at first. Oh, and yeah. the funny thing is, like, well, obviously, say like you get to be a superhero-type scenario. Mine is a mask. So it's not like I can go on my social media account and post anything about my character saying, hey, I'm wrestling here-type scenario. So... It was a really difficult thing because I was terrible with social media. So I would it took me almost my third year into wrestling to actually make a social media account. Oh for dang, my that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, Instagram, it was the easiest thing ever, but Facebook apparently looked at me and said, Yeah, American Prodigy is not a real name. Sorry. So I would just make an athlete page for it and then obviously I try to keep it up with that, but it was just like, uh, it was too much of a hassle. So, did you actually have, like, a accounts for, like, your social medias and stuff like that for just your cheerleading stuff, or was it all no, in one No, so page? thankfully, um, the Jaguars are very lenient when it comes to our social media, so that's actually one thing that we got to keep that was ours. Um, some teams require that their cheerleaders just have, like, strictly, like, a Carriana Haynes Jaguars mm-hmm. account, like, and you don't have anything else. But the Jaguars let us yeah. intertwine our personal lives and the cheerleading lives, so that was nice. So that was basically y'all's only free. Pretty much. I mean, media. we still had to watch what we posted. <laughs> we still had to, you know, watch what we did. Like, you don't want to post a picture of you drinking a beer somewhere because that gets back to the coach. She's going to be like, well, how'd you get home? Did you drink and drive? Like, you definitely have to be mindful of what you put. Because you're representing oh, the Jaguars wow. all the time, like, no matter what. And, you never know mm-hmm. who's watching or taking a picture of you. and Because some girls would try to sabotage. They'd be like, oh, she doesn't deserve to be a cheerleader and send pictures to, like, the coach. Try to take the position type yeah, scenario. Yeah, because sometimes when 
kind of like well, take yeah, a position for sure because some girls you know they can't fulfill the obligation so they'll you know quit before poster shoot so then we'll just bring in another girl from tryouts whoever was like the next scoring girl you know so there's there's always a replacement for you so you always had to be careful what you did that's yeah i, I could relate to some of that too but uh, that, that's kind of yeah i mean that was one bad thing about being a professional athlete on something it's just even if you're hurt or whatever you're gonna keep going because you you oh, get yeah. erased real quick and it's it's crazy to bring it back. So, I mean, I know that had to be oh, yeah. real stressful, too, between that whole five-year mark. So, did you ever feel like you were ever going to lose your um, position? Like, in Yeah, there was a few years? times because, you know, I started cheering when I was 20. So, I had some milestones. Like, yeah, I had my oh, 21st wow. birthday, um, you know, with the girls. I celebrated a birthday in London. Like, I had a lot of milestones, but I've also, you know, being a woman, like getting towards your mid twenties, your body starts changing in a way to like get ready to like, you know, pretty much reproduce. So I struggled a little bit with my weight and mm-hmm. thankfully my coach was like, look, you're going to have to figure something out, change your birth control. You're going to have to you know, change your diet. You got to do something, you know, because people, you know, above her, are, you know, saying stuff, mentioning stuff. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, it's okay if they're saying good stuff, but when it comes to like your weight and cheerleading, you definitely do not mm-hmm. want to be the topic of conversation for that. So thankfully I was able to like yeah. keep it together for like my last two years. Um, but that was definitely a struggle, but then you don't want to stress out about it because stress makes you gain weight and it's horrible. So I definitely had to like keep a good mindset about it, but still focus on it and, try to figure out everything so I didn't gain any more weight and not get cut from tryouts because that would be just horrible and embarrassing to get cut right before your last year so mm-hmm. yeah that sucked <laughs> that, yeah that, uh, I could only imagine and congratulations on that I mean you did five years of that I mean even crazier I still think that's even crazier that you went and tried out for the Jacksonville Sharks and they cut you the first round and then you go take another step to go to the professional and you get it with flying colors. Like that's, that's really remarkable on some things because obviously that just tells you, Hey, yeah. this is what I wanted to do. And also I want to tell you congrats on getting yeah. your degree and yeah, uh, FSCA, so right? That's so what did, what did so you get your degree, degree in? in business administration with a concentration in human resources. Yeah. Okay. So what are you uh, planning on doing? So right it? now at the moment, I'm not sure. I currently work for the property appraiser for Nassau County. So I have a good job right now. Um, but, you know, people get older and, you know, people want to retire. So hopefully maybe if somebody retires, I can take their job or move up. But I can also go to the HR department <laughs> for the county. But I'm not sure if I want that pressure of, you know, being HR for county employees. So... I don't know. Well, definitely have to see. Hey, I think you'll do fine. I I think you got it. I mean, obviously, you roughed it out with all these fit girls for five years. I don't think any of that will stress you out anymore. So, I mean, that's really cool. And I just wanted to remind you today, 10 years since you graduated high school. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, are y'all doing a high school reunion or so what's all going I think with that? We are um, actually my neighbor Katie. Um, she was on the committee, so they're actually working on trying to get us to do a high school reunion. I think the class of '09 went to Shuckers, so I think they're looking at doing maybe the same thing or really? doing something similar. But I don't know because some of our people live out of state, and one girl lives out of the country, so it's it's going to be difficult, especially with the coronavirus right now, trying to get everybody together. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I I totally keep yeah. forgetting about that. <laughs> this is a whole different lifestyle now. I mean, w- what I was going to tell you too, like when you were talking about, you always had to stay on point with being a cheerleader. I could only imagine what it would have been like for this for this type of scenario with it. Yeah. For uh, being a cheerleader, I I could only imagine that would be oh, yeah. real stress. Like before I mean, everything started getting like real crazy, like um the girls are. They actually canceled auditions for the Jacksonville Jaguars for this year. It was the first year ever where they didn't have auditions. And they just took the wow. girls eligible from the previous year for this year. So there's only 23 girls on the team, mm-hmm. which is just crazy. And they have to oh, cheer wow. with mask on, which is crazy because I know, like, right now, I would pass out if I had to cheer with a mask on. But it's always good because you don't have to wear lipstick. Yeah. Because we always had to wear lipstick during the game. So that's a plus. <laughs> but yeah, and then. Hey, there you go. You got to have one positive thing out of it. So. And then, um, I saw some of the girls were marching today from, you know, the stadium to Jacksonville Jail. So that was interesting. A lot of things going on. Times are changing. Everything's so different. So. Hey, I mean, I, that's. I mean, at least you got to have that lifestyle. And I got to give you props. 21 and celebrating in London. I don't think anyone really can say that. So that's pretty neat to actually in- oh, yeah. encounter that. Um, I, Carrie, I thank you for coming out here today, talking. Um, anything you no, want to finish off with? thank you so much for having me. I loved it and enjoyed talking with you. It was great. Yeah. It's been a while. I know that. It's. I'm I'm terrible. I'm terrible getting along with uh, getting back with anyone. So I was like, I had a couple of friends sitting here talking about, hey man, you you left wrestling such a young. I mean, oh, only yeah. wrestled for six years. Uh, but it 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 does a lot of toll on you. So, and they were like, you should do a podcast or something, just kind of like this. And plus, okay. with the quarantine was going on, and I was like, all my all my friends were like, they're not getting shows and stuff. So I was like you know what, maybe I could do something to help them get their promote out a little bit, just so people know about them, whatever. And then I was like, you know what, let's just do it about everything. I don't really want to just do a wrestling or a sports podcast. Let's just do it to yeah. basically catch up with everyone. Because like I, I said, I'm too. terrible. So it's it was awesome to hang out with you. Um, it sucks <laughs> that I lost against you, right? but hey, it was a fun time. Um. And I hope you have a good weekend. And uh, you want to tell anyone, tell everyone your social media accounts? Yeah, for, so my Instagram is, it's weird, I know. It's H-A-Y-N-K-J. It's my Instagram. Snapchat is, you know, the same thing, H-A-Y-N-K-J. Uh, Facebook is Kariana Haynes. And Twitter is Kariana underscore Haynes. So you can follow and keep up with me and all my crazy adventures. Okay. All yeah, right. Thank no you, Carrie. I appreciate it. Me. Have a great weekend. All right. 
Sounds like we're about to close off again. First and foremost, I would like to thank Carriana Haynes for joining us and talking to us today, talking about just the life of a Jacksonville Jaguar cheerleader. Um, it was really cool for me um, to find out just what lifestyle she got to live with, and she loved every bit of it, and just to find out good life values. Um, I didn't know about some of those stuff, and just find out the true hard work that she had to do to keep that job for five straight years uh it was never guaranteed and every year was a was a different year to basically say hey either you step up or you step out that's pretty much all it was uh like i said thank you carriana haynes for joining us today and uh this is closing with buzzing with marlo we saw uh Everybody wash your hands, stay safe, be safe, and just, even with everything all going in the world, just take care of yourselves, take care of your families, and do what's right. This is Buzzing with Marlo, and I'll buzz with you later.